I'm Clyde Lewis. You're about to listen to a sample of today's Ground Zero show. I'm Clyde Lewis, and this is Ground Zero. The number is to call tonight, 503-225-0860. That's 503-225-0860. So again, coming into work, it was kind of cold today. A little gun shy, I guess, of snow, but I think we're going to have a mix maybe later tonight. Who knows? But around my house, man, the snow is industrial strength. With all the water coming down and the thawing temperatures, we still have snow. It's hovering around my apartment. There was actually a parking uh, parking lot where a bowling alley sat, which still has piles and piles of snow in front of it. Out here where we're working in the country, in the rural area of, uh, you know, Clackamas County, which is outside of Portland, yeah, the snow is non-existent. It's just wet. They finally got a few of the... Uh, Traffic lights up and running. We've had power outages. Some people are still going to be without power until Saturday here. I mean, last Monday, most of our country was in deep freeze. I mean, we had a head start here in Portland because, well, we experienced deadly ice falls and later 10 inches of snow, and that started last Thursday. And it was the first time in the history of the show where we had to, you know, where I called three snow days. And then, of course, uh, we didn't do any weekend work because Ron and I do a side project called Channel Weird, and I wasn't able to go cross town there either. So, Technically, we had a five-day uh, period where, you know, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday, we didn't come into work at all. But, you know, it, it was that bad. And usually, you know, I, I kind of sneer at people that say, ah, you know, snow day, I want to take a snow day off. We only have a skiff of snow. Or if a snow, snowflake falls in a place called Troutdale, which is out near where I live, the snowflake falls. One snowflake, they have a, a team of news reporters there to talk about the first snowflake falling here, and they think it's a big deal. Well, this time it was a big deal. But we didn't have it as bad as Texas. The temperature in Dallas dropped well below the temperature in Anchorage, Alaska. Windchill factor of minus 16 degrees Fahrenheit in Texas. And as I said a couple days ago, I mean, it was very ironic that at the time, our world was freezing. 72% of the country was buried in snow. As our world was freezing, Bill Gates was on CBS pushing his climate change ideas and his green technology. Now, we know that the extreme cold took out power for people all over the country. Here in Oregon, power was out for a lot of people. Ron, my my uh, producer, Ron Patton, he was without power for three days. Just talked to a friend of mine. He was without power for 16 hours. But, you know, it just varies. depends on where you are in the Portland metro area. But in Texas, millions of people in other states, millions of people were without power. And it's only one example of the ways that the extreme weather can impact the power grid. And this, this scenario has been talked about many times here on Ground Zero. Uh, in the spring of 2020, actually, we started reporting about dark winter. Of course, the tabletop exercise, we talked about dark winter. We said, look, prepare for dark winter. We have a, a number of people that are saying that dark winter is coming. The grid is going to be uh, the focal point. We need to look at the grid and how the grid's going to hold up. And that there's going to be a demand for power, and that the, and that that happened, the grid would shut down, or they would shut the grid down with a rolling, you know, blackout. And and see, and and we had, I can't remember what guest it was said, it would be definitely demonstrated to the American people that the vulnerability of the grid, it would be exploited as a vulnerable legacy system, and that the remedy to combat this problem would be 
wind and solar power. If you recall the wildfires, I think that's one of the reasons why we started talking about dark winter, because I remember when the wildfires happened here in the state of Oregon and California and other places, the air was just, it was so cold outside because of the smoke. And I thought to my, I mean, cold for the summer. I mean, we were looking at temperatures that were about, you know, 55 degrees with the, with the uh, sun being blocked out. And I said, you know, this is going to be cold winter because, I mean, it's going to affect, I mean, you dim the sun like that, and it's going to affect the weather patterns. And we have talked about the same thing with chemtrails. We've said if they lay enough chemtrails down, they can create storms. I mean, this is not conspiracy theory. This has been talked about as, as far back as the 1980s, you know, that possibly the trails of a plane could be used to control the weather or to change the weather forecast or to change the weather patterns. Well, so here we are. Let's take, let's take the clock back to the wildfires where we couldn't breathe. We had uh, we had air purifiers in the house to help us breathe because, man, I, I just can't afford to have some sort of a a malady with my with my lungs, nothing respiratory, because I got to do my radio show, and it's not good for me because I've had you know problems before with my lungs. So the wildfire risks in California force grid operators, even here in the state of Oregon, they were shutting down power to avoid sparking new blazes. And so what do you have? Well, you have the power being shut down. You have extreme heat. The extreme heat, of course, puts demand on the grid. So you start seeing surges on the grid as well. And if if the and then we said, well, if this winter's any indication, guys, we're going to be having a dark winter because we don't know how bad it could get. And Bill Gates, when he was on 60 Minutes last Sunday, he actually, you know how he, you know, when he gets into his little modes and he gets into his little smirkiness, his little, he, he's almost like an excited kid when he says things about how, oh, it's going to get worse. It's all going to get worse, he says. And so that's the thing. If Bill Gates says then it's going to get worse. Then you better listen to him. And the reason why is because he has the power and the money to see to it that it does happen. I mean, think about that. Event 201, October, before COVID-19, and that was all about a coronavirus. There was a tabletop exercise about a coronavirus. Before that, it was disease X. Before that, it was Claydex. Then we had COVID-19, and it happened. Now, you know that in the aftermath of all of this mess, whether it be the wildfires in California or even the terrible storms that hit the United States and how Texas is trying to clean up now, you know that in the aftermath, the ones pushing for this great reset, they're going to tell you that transitions to renewable energy will make the grid become more resilient. But will it? That's the question. I mean, I guess you could ask a Texan, right? Ask someone from Texas because the Lone Star State is in a state of emergency right now. I mean, it's obvious to me that those who wish to tamper with Mother Nature are now more desperate than ever to push their green technologies, their new jobs. You've heard Joe Biden talk about it. Winter weather warfare is a primary component of the climate engineering assault that I've talked about for a long time on this program. And I don't say that every storm in the wintertime is part of this geoengineering assault, but, you know, whatever can work to show that they can change the way the weather patterns are. I mean, the, the, the storm that happened where 72% of the, of, the, of the country was covered in snow has all of the earmarks of a highly toxic chemical ice nucleation operation that many other countries have said that they have the power to do. And these operations decimate 
what is left of the planet's life support systems and the entire web of our lives. And I know that there are people who will say that what I talk about is conspiracy theory and that it should be taken with a grain of salt. But I'm here to tell you that this is not conspiracy theory. And no matter how many questions I ask, no matter how many times I bring up incongruities and, and I see things that don't make any sense, and how many times I've warned people and have presented credible guests to speak about geoengineering, the idea that geoengineering is a billion-dollar business, there are those who have become vicious and obtuse. They ignore it. Or they say, give me the proof that this is happening. Well, I can't give you proof positive, but I can give you information that would show you that there is a weather warfare operation underway. And a lot of people who want to be obtuse, a lot of people that want to be rude and they want to they, they want to get in your face and say what you're saying is wrong. They're, they're the ones who push the global warming agenda and they tell me that this is all tied to anthropogenic climate change. The climate changes, okay? You don't have to convince me. I know that the climate change, it, it's a fact of life, guys. But spikes in temperatures, when you go from very warm to very cold in a matter of hours, and I promise you, with all this record cold that we've been having, bam, we're going to be back up to 65, 70 again in these areas. And it'll just be like it never happened. Spikes in temperature, cold snaps, high humidity, bombogenesis, meaning the cyclonic snow hurricanes, nor'easters, all of this, they're peculiar. I mean, they happen. I mean, I'm not saying that they're not impossible. I'm saying they're rare. But they're not impossible, okay, because they seem to be a product of geoengineering. And indeed, we can point to chemtrails and solar sulfate dimming as one cause, but sophisticated weather control technology, we have reported to you before that sophisticated weather control technology is now owned by Russia and China. And our current global climate predictions do not, and they have not, taken into account the significant effects of these aerosols, these the, 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 the chemtrails, or these uh, stratospheric aerosol injections, or the aerosols uh, and the particulate that was left behind by wildfires. And we had a record volcano uh, season last year. So all of these clouds, all of these aerosols, all of these particulates, all of these things throw the Earth's overall energy balance off balance, off kilter. And this is why you see these changes. It could be that we're in solar minimum. It could could be a number of reasons why. But here we are now looking at the grid, looking at what's happening in Texas and the third world conditions that they're living in now. And how could it be avoided? How could it be fixed? Well, they're going to tell you by going solar or, or going wind or going nuclear. That's exactly what Bill Gates was saying. But is it what we need right now? All of your climate scares are being pushed politically out of greed, and those that are falling for it are contributing to our extinction. I'm Clyde Lewis. The numbers to call tonight on ground zero, 503-225-0860. That's 503-225-0860. We'll be back with more. Don't go away. I'm Clyde Lewis, and you've just listened to a segment of Ground Zero. In order to access the complete archive shows and podcasts, you must sign up on our secured server at aftermath.media. It's only $4.99 a month for the archive shows and podcasts. Or if you want access to the Ground Zero online library, which includes videos, audio clips, ebooks, documents, a social media platform, plus the archive shows and podcasts, it's $9.99 a month.
Again, that's Aftermath.media. That's Aftermath.media. Thanks for supporting Ground Zero.